Beanbag Studios presents Nine Stories Up, a short-form narrative podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Piermont. So, so I'll see, you'll, you'll probably think of one of your own as I do this. So let me just start talking and then you'll, I'm sure you'll think of one of your own. Okay. So like, so like, you know, everybody's got like birthday coincidences in their family, right? Like my mother and her older sister, their birthdays are two days apart on the calendar, right? Which isn't much of a coincidence other than the fact that my grandfather's birthday is almost exactly nine months before their birthdays oh, wow. on the calendar. Ah, ah, nice. <laughs> Right. And then so I have a cousin, Jared, who has my same birthday, only he's two years older than me. And Jared is actually the kid that we heard in the shot in the chest episode who pitched a big game while his dad was fighting for his life. So that's Jared. And and, you know, Jared's grandmother married my grandfather. Right. When he was after he had just turned 11 and I just turned nine. And so our birthdays are on December 15th. So a few years after that, I get a call on December 17th with my grandfather and Jared's grandmother singing happy birthday to me. And I was like, oh, thanks. Um, But my birthday is the 15th, two days ago. And I could hear the silence, the silent embarrassment in my grandfather's presence. I could like he was mortified, you know, that this had happened. And he was even more mortified when his wife goes, Oh, that's the same as Jared's birthday. <laughs> Thereby implying that Jared got the got the call. Yeah, Jared right? got a call yesterday or two days yeah, ago. Yeah, he got a call two days ago. <laughs> and what's funny is that um there was a night there was a late night at the at the W Hotel rooftop bar in Buckhead where Jared and I sat up and we kinda hashed through the merging of Southern families, right? And I made a and I made a promise to him that I would call him every December 17th. And then I promptly forgot. So I guess the apple hasn't <laughs> fallen far from the, from the trees on that one. Right, right. <laughs> right. But, oh, um, but really the best, the best birthday coincidence in my family actually happened in my, my nuclear family that I'm, the, that I'm the dad in now, right? So you remember when... Um, when you and Felicity got married, we couldn't come to your wedding because Allison was due, right? That's right. That's right. And yeah, yeah, and she was due and she was due on July 2nd. All right. So, I've got you guys here. So, do you remember do you remember when you went into labor? Do you remember that morning? Yes. It was about five o'clock in the morning, and I was like, mm, I think, and you were like, well, I'm just going to work for a little bit, and I'll be back at like nine. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I don't think anybody at your work knew that I was actually pregnant at this time. <laughs> they did. Maybe. They did, because I went in to tell them. I wasn't going to be there for, for a while. I went in because I had, I had the client manager and I had my manager and okay. I had everybody at one 7 a.m. meeting private. That, I could, that, I could, that I could say that to. Yes, so I remember. I remember, I remember you know, getting ready and you know, being excited. And, and everything. So you had all day to have the baby. Yes, I had all. I mean, we didn't leave to go to the hospital I want to say we left the house about three o'clock because we went to Culver's 
because the baby needed a butter burger. And then we went to Blockbuster and had some contractions in Blockbuster because we were going to get movies to watch while we were DVDs to watch while we were in the hospital. So I don't think that we actually got to the hospital until maybe like 4.30 or so in the afternoon. As an aside, you just reminded me, I need to do a whole podcast on Blockbuster yes. <laughs> that that's, a, that that's yes. even a thing. But I digress. Yes. So we got there in the afternoon, was it? or the Late, like late afternoon. Yeah. And, and the hospital was how far from where we live? It's about 40 miles. Okay. It was the, the only Starbucks at the time that was within the 40 mile radius. So it's probably why I chose to deliver there. And then... And then what, but things were not going fast, right? No. We got there. They put us in a room. I like changed and everything. It was, like, it was go time. Like I was ready and changed and everything, got us in a room and then nothing was doing. Like it was very slow. So um, about a few hours later, maybe... Seven or eight o'clock at night, they they um, they they tranked me up with some drugs, and uh, they sent us on our way and said, "Come back." She'll wake up because the contractions, like if they're strong enough to wake her up, it's time to come back. But they were like, "Get the car, get the car." <laughs> like they gave her a lot of medicine, and she's gonna go to sleep really fast. And I didn't want to go home, so we've got a hotel room by the hospital. We went. We ordered pizza. <laughs> we um. Watched Law and Order SVU, uh, took a bath or a shower because hotel baths are kind of disgusting. And then um, at like 10.30 at night or so, you called the hospital. You were like, you never said what to happen if she doesn't fall asleep. And they were a bit concerned because they gave me an alarming amount of medication to make me sleep. And I did not fall asleep. So they said, come back. So then we went back. And at that point... What date was it that day? It was June 29th. 2005. Yeah, it was June 29th. So you were pretty, so it was pretty much certain that the baby was going to be born then June 30th. Well, pretty much. At that point, yeah. Because it was another 24 hours, yeah. right? And when's your birthday? June 30th. Yeah. I had a baby on my birthday. On my 32nd birthday. Yes. So, so that's obviously really cool for you. It is. It was a really long labor. It was about 36 hours, but it was worth it. Um, you know, it's pretty cool to have a kid on your birthday. I didn't think, my due date was July 2nd, and I thought the baby was going to come on 4th. We didn't know what we were having. I thought that the baby was going to come on 4th of July, because I was like, this baby's going to have fireworks on their birthday every year. And you were like, this baby's going to come two days early and you're never going to have your own birthday again. <laughs> and so how has that been? It's actually been really good. I think that I've had an easier time on, on milestone birthdays, like 40 and 45, 35 even, 40 and 45. You mean 29, 29, 29 and 29? Yes, my, my 29th birthday, yes. Um, when some of my friends kind of were worked up about getting older, I was always thinking about Jackson's birthday. And so I was planning kids' birthday parties and not thinking about my own self getting older. So I think it's made, I've, I've also never been the hugest, like my own birthday fan. So I just don't like 
that like attention and stuff. So, so it's been good. Like I've never been like, had my own birthday parties and things like that. Like you. <laughs> well that, and that clearly, that clearly must've run down the placenta, you know, down the umbilical cord because, um, you're kind of the same way, aren't you? Yeah. What do you mean? That you don't like attention. Oh, you don't... I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like, I like it in some circumstances, but birthday, it's like, nah. This is, this is letting the world know how much teeth I had to pull to get the two of you on <laughs> to, to actually record you. Yeah, we never opened presents at, at his birthday parties because he never wanted all that focus on him in front of other people and so we never and that's that would make me really uncomfortable too so jackson how early how young were you when you realized that it was special to be born on your mother's birthday was there ever a time where you always thought like the rich kid who just always thinks people go to europe every summer or whatever like was there a time where you just thought that that was normal to i don't think i ever paid too much attention to it (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i was always just thinking oh it's my birthday but That's you never true. forget that it's my birthday. Oh. You never will forget that it's my birthday. I kind of remember that it's your birthday. Then remember it's mine. Well, that's really sweet. I don't remember what my own birthday is. I forget how old I am sometimes. Yeah, he so. asked me how old I was yesterday. And then he's like, how do you remember that? I was like, I don't know, because I live it every day. So it would, it would be pretty crazy if you ended up having a kid who was born on that day. Be that nice. would be wild. That would be really That crazy. would be wild. All right, now I have a goal. <laughs> you we have can a, tell you. You have a, you have a schedule you, uh, to... Yeah. We can tell you when to, when to yeah. activate the goal. <laughs> would that be October? Yes, it, was yeah, it would be. It would be early October. Yes. Yes. All right. That, but that's going to hit the cutting room floor, by the way. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, thank you guys for doing this. It's, yeah. it's certainly... It's certainly neat being in a family with it because it like becomes a holiday in our household as a result. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely the best birthday present I've ever received. Definitely the most painful birthday I've ever had, <laughs> but, but the best birthday. They brought you a birthday cake in the hospital, they didn't sure they? Did. And I thought that it was, I thought that they brought one. So you, so like you thought everyone got I one. I thought everyone got when I talked to my friends I remember telling Zara oh wasn't that cake the best cake and she was like cake and I said yeah the birthday cake that they brought when the baby was born she said you idiot you had a baby on your birthday it was your birthday cake oh it was really good so that's that so if you have a if you have a birthday thing you want to throw in or record yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a couple. What's well, interesting, my brother-in-law, Felicity's brother, his son, their first son, was born on the same day as his wife. Um, okay. And, and if you think about, uh, he is... Uh, so Vavs does, is doing a great job of just underscoring my point here, right? In just hearing about my birthday special coincidence things, he rattles off about six or seven of his own that are basically identical to mine. So it shows that nobody's birthday is truly special, except for one person who I'm going to get to right after Vaz finishes one more good birthday story. After my birthday. And another weird birthday thing. Uh, I have the same birthday as Madonna and a guy I work with also same same year same day both in yeah. chicago and the crazy thing is he is a huge madonna fan 
Now, I don't know if because he's born on the same day, that's why he likes Madonna or he just loves Madonna. But I'm talking like has a room dedicated to Madonna. So a huge Madonna fan uh, and shares a birthday with her. That is that is coincidence. That is crazy. <laughs> that's all. That feels like guided coincidence. Right. Is it not? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Celebrity obsessions and forcing my shy wife and son in front of a couple of poorly tuned microphones in an extremely cavernous room, notwithstanding, the true purpose of this episode is to celebrate the birthday of my cousin Jack. Jack is the younger son of the aunt who I mentioned in the intro as having a birthday near my mom's. He's four years older than I am and grew up in South Georgia. So we really didn't become friends until young adulthood. When Jack was around college age, he was struggling as an engineering student because it just wasn't his passion. See, our family is known for excelling in science and math fields, like medicine or accounting. And there was more than a strong undertone of those expectations that followed our generation. But Jack was different than me and my other cousins. Jack was an artist. And making a life as an artist is not something anyone in South Georgia could conceive of as a career path, particularly 20 years ago. Luckily for Jack, his round pegness was recognized by a fellow artist who had similarly not fit into our family's square hole 30 years earlier. My mother encouraged him to move to New York to make a go of making his calling a career. She said he could stay in the bedroom I had vacated when I left for college. So that's what Jack did. He went back to school and started from the bottom, older than most of his classmates and co-workers at whatever jobs he would get to support himself during this time. He eventually would become a design director for a major apparel company. But there were times early on when he wasn't sure what the city had in store for him or if moving there had been a huge mistake. As such... There was clearly only one choice when I needed cover art for this podcast. The only person with the talent to actually draw, because clearly I don't have that, the one who could capture the essence of the kid staring out of that specific window, wondering what that world out there had in store, had to be someone who himself had been that kid. So this episode, where we talk about crazy birthdays, is all to celebrate Jack, who has the craziest birthday of all. This episode is being released on February 29th, 2020, which is my cousin Jack's 12th birthday. So I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you today about when did you first realize that your birthday was only going to come every four years? Do you even remember? when that when you when that when that happened and you were like wait a second uh yeah i think it was definitely when i was like young you know i remember but i think what made it not weird for me was i don't know if it was my mom or someone else who told me well your your birthday comes every every summer olympics and i was like oh that's cool <laughs> so i just like always knew my birth i had a real birthday when the summer olympics hit <laughs> and and it didn't really weird me out because I got to have a birthday whenever I wanted to, usually in February, if if I didn't have a real one. So I got to choose usually 
the weekend I wanted my birthday in February. I remember, I remember your mom was very defensive of it because, you know, you're four years older than I am. So I thought it was so cool that I was, that I could say, oh, Jack's only two or Jack's only three or whatever. <laughs> and your mom put the kibosh on that fast, you know? <laughs> now I use it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not 48. I'm, t- I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so then does your daughter now, because she's what, about eight years old, seven seven right so so there's got about another five years six years and she overtakes you (laughs) is she is she aware of that how is she cognizant of it uh she does she doesn't really get it yet like she knows i was born on leap day but um she hasn't really considered it what it means i think (laughs) so when you were when you were in the age, you know, when you were around 20, 21 years old, right? That young age when, I mean, you probably still get carded because you just have those, those genes, those looks, right? But when you would get carded and you would actually, not when you were giving like your older brother's card um, when you were 18, but when you actually were legitimately 21, what was it like when you would get carded and the people would have to like try to do the math? Like, would it mess with them at all? Or was it, would, were they like not worried about it? Uh, most people did, didn't catch the leap year. It was all, um, it, it, it jumped out at me when people would actually notice, like, <laughs> oh shit, you're born on leap day. <laughs> uh, and I'd be like, ah, oh, you're, you're, you're quick, you know, because a lot of people just, it just goes straight past them. They don't even. I guess that makes it. sense. Cause the human brain is oh. so built for shortcuts, right? That if you're a bouncer, you're looking yeah. for a month yeah. and a year and, and you're, and you're not, that's all, that's, that's that, must be what you're focused on. But it would kind of impress me the people who would catch it. So do you, <laughs> so now that you're, now that you're married, like does, does your wife make a bigger deal about your birthday when it when it when it comes around she's probably been around for what like this is her third around or her second probably her third on the scene um we've been together 10 years yeah so, maybe second. yeah. <laughs> so i guess there's not much of a track record um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh she is trying to make a bigger deal out of it this year so but, you know it's funny i was thinking about it like how so many people have like such baggage attached to their birthday, right? How it's like, is it special enough? Did you, Oh, you forgot my birthday. Like, and it's like, there's just a lot of drama in birthdays. And I was thinking about where you don't have, it's such a, I don't want to say a gift for you every four years, but it's like, you don't get to do the same amount of like sort of dangerous self-reflection, have you ever noticed that or has it been, is it just, you're just like anybody else and I'm making too big a deal about this. Cause I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I never really yeah. cared, <laughs> um, but I know what you mean because um, I don't want to drag my wife into it, but she was born on December 27th and that's been a sore spot for her because her birthday would always get overshadowed by Christmas and people would forget it or, be out of town and not want to do anything. Yeah. And, and she also, she has yeah. it even worse because everybody's <laughs> in the like Christmas hangover. So nobody wants to do anything yeah. at that point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's the worst time to have a birthday. 
So I actually proposed to her on her birthday to try wow, to make look it at a you. day for Look her. at you. <laughs> that's like, that's great. So now she has two things to celebrate on that day. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, I never really cared. It never bothered me. I always used it as an excuse to act immature. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love to say when I was Stories Up is written and produced by me, Hunter Pearmont, in association with Beanbag Studios in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Our episode co-host is Brian Badness. Our theme music is short stories by the great Harry Chapin, licensing graciously provided by Warner Chapel Music. You can reach us on social media at Nine Stories Up, but I wouldn't look too hard just yet. Special thanks for today's episode content goes to Allison and Jackson Pearmont. And finally... Our cover art was created by the birthday boy, Jack Aguirre, whose portfolio you can find on Instagram at cult underscore NYC. Jack and I talked for a while longer about career satisfaction and risk-taking. While I thought it would actually make a better podcast than the whole birthday gimmick, he asked that most of it hit the cutting room floor. But he still assured me he was all in on nine stories up. Well, I've always been like, I wouldn't say a hustler, but like when I'm working for somebody, I'm always working on other skills outside of that job that could possibly make me money. You know what I mean? Like, so I've been kind of preparing myself for this moment for a really long time. Mm -hmm. 